0: up everybody welcome to the damn dude podcast
1: damn dude damn dude damn dude damn dude damn dude, damn dude.
0: <laughs> welcome everybody uh welcome to episode 36 and this is part six of the journey to inner peace <sighs> <laughs> so uh i realize i do that every time Ah, <sighs> and that's like not even funny like i don't I don't know. It, it sometimes, sometimes when I hear it back, I'm like, huh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> For some reason, that's funny in my head. Oh man. Anyway, so this is weird. I feel like this is my first time recording an episode ever. I kind of have that vibe going on because uh, yesterday I had to help my oldest son, uh, and guide him along some paths to help him have the journey to inner peace for himself and that included going to central city east in la aka skid row and um uh, i can say shit was really 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 motherfucking real um if you know if it's like if you want to teach your kids about drugs and the street life and granted you have to know how to navigate the streets you can't just go there and be okay if you don't know the streets. If you're nervous as fuck and you're this or that, you can't go there. Like, don't go there. You're going to get, you know, you're going to get hurt. Um, And I'm actually going to do an entire podcast episode on it because, and I'm going to have a special guest. I'm going to actually have my son come. He doesn't even know he's doing this yet. Uh, but I'm going to let him just kind of take over the show for a few minutes and... Give his perspective on what he learned because he's 15. He'll be 16 this year. So I think this would be really fucking cool to document and uh, really just get laid down, you know, like what he fucking learned. And man, what I learned and everything is just crazy, dude. Like currently in 2021 and it's January, March, April, May. Holy fuck, it's May already. And as of May, when you go there, heavily center centralized between fourth and six and all the streets that go in between that would include uh los angeles boulevard that would include p uh fucking wilson is that was called wilson Will wilson avenue i think and then there's uh the other two that start with P's. san Pe- i think san pedro is one of them and then uh plus something else, i forget but that whole, like, three-mile radius, all fucking homeless camps, like, you've never fucking seen. Like, I've been to foreign countries, and I've been to the ghettos, and I've been around, and I've been to Skid Row back in the 90s, and I've been to... I, th- I even went to Skid Row in the early thousands. I went, and going this last time... <sighs> bruh. Damn, dude next level shit, man, next level shit, I gotta save it all, I'm too excited about it, so, (laughs) and I don't wanna derail from our whole point of what we're getting at, so, just to catch you guys back up to speed, if, uh, you know, if you're really following along on this, like I said, there's part six of this, and there's a lot to fucking unpack, I didn't realize how many parts there would be to actually tell this specific story, you know, and I'm still on the first trip, but it's crazy, because that was the longest one, so, anyway, so to recap, you guys, this whole thing started off with major anxiety, Uh, you know, I guess I didn't even form this in this episode, but also as a factor, was like major depression, because I was going through being suicidal, and all these different things, Um, I had panic attacks, were at an all-time high, I was freaking out, I ended up just leaving my job during a mandatory meeting, and yeah, so I was just freaking out I wasn't doing what I loved eventually I kind of realized that all the anxiety and pressure and all of that was pointing me towards it was pointing me towards working for myself and doing what I love and that's what all the anxiety and panic attack was about was yo you're just not in alignment with what you love and it was like I summed it up as my higher self my spirit guide god whatever was telling me bro like You gotta do some different shit. Like, this isn't it. It's not it. This ain't it. This ain't it. And it's like, if you keep having panic attacks and anxiety attacks, do you gotta do some different shit? You know what I mean? How else are you gonna feel different if you don't do something different? And that's just very fucking simple, you know? Like, I don't even have to say, oh, I'm not a doctor. This is not medical advice, (laughs) like, or whatever. It's like, that's just true. Like, dude, if you. Feel one way and you do something different, you will feel a different, you know, it helps feel a different way, I should say. And at the same time, there is those times where shit sucks and you just have to feel it and we just have to like really let it in and accept it and allow the pain to circulate and go through and feel it and, and all of that. And like, it was crazy because thinking back when I was driving home from LA yesterday with my son, like we were listening to a song we were like, okay just you know, we got to keep it real, so we were listening to the song Cold Christmas by King Lil G, and this is after our whole day in LA and Skid Row and all this, and we were, we were walking, we didn't just drive through, like, we were walking, and if you've never heard that song by King Lil G, King L-I-L-G, King Lil G, uh Cold Christmas, go listen to that song, I promise it's one of the realest fucking songs you've ever heard in your absolute entire life um but that shit hit me so fucking deep man like i just started tearing up i started crying when we were driving home in front of my teenage son and i'm like there's a lot of ways this can go right now i can take this as like i could be tough because i could have held it in and i was like no fuck that that's some weak ass shit if you got to hold it in that's not being tough holding pain in is not being tough accepting and facing and accepting and facing and loving the pain that's tough that's the real g shit like that if you can do that that's respect dude because what like I don't it's not common for men to cry it's not common for your parent your dad to cry it's not common for people to cry because things are beautiful or things are like, or you're so appreciative or you're just, you know, you're so, you're feeling it that much where it's like, damn, like, this is beautiful. And you just let it out. And it's like, man, I realized I was mad enough to do that. And I was really proud of myself. And I was like, man, like, I'm telling my son, like, bro, like, you know, this shit just, hits different sometimes. And all the pain I've ever gone through and experienced, it doesn't hurt me in a like, oh, man, like, it doesn't make, if I cry about this, it doesn't make me sad. If I cry about this, it's because I'm so appreciative and I remember what the pain felt like and I remember the direction it was taking me. And right now I am present to how I feel and I'm so appreciative for how I feel right now in comparison to how that felt back then. At the same time, I'm never going to forget how that felt and it's not going to eat my brain up. Damn, dude. That makes sense? Like... I'm never going to forget it. I'm going to always remember what that feels like. And at the same time, dude, like, I'm going to remember, dude. I'm And, and I'm not going to let it kick my ass presently. And I think that's what the journey to inner peace is. I think that's what healing past traumas is. I think that's what healing itself is. So that was why I went on this whole journey and went out to the jungle and, partici- you know, first participating in self personal development stuff, well, first working for myself, that was the first real thing, was like listening to my inner feeling, my inner spirit, my inner thoughts, my freak outs, it's like, your soul doesn't just get shaken around inside your body and brain for no reason, like something, is, something that, however you call it, higher than you, bigger than you, something you don't understand, is doing and telling you something, anxiety isn't to be like oh my god i gotta figure it out i have to undo it no it's you have to listen to it if you suppress it with different medications and shit then like you're never actually going to be happy that's kind of like the trap so this is why listening to ourselves is so important and i listen to myself and i'm like all right i'm going to the fucking jungle i don't know why i don't know nothing about ayahuasca i don't know nothing about peru i don't speak spanish like I got Mexican homies, I know fucking words like Simone and and shit like that, but I don't know like real Spanish, you know what I mean? Like, and especially not at that point. Now I can understand some shit. I practiced some, but like I I can't say I speak Spanish you know, or even understand. It's just some stuff. Um, <clears throat> point being is I went out there and picking up exactly where we left off, which would be. When I was explaining how the Ikoros take you on journeys and how I was having dreams in like my relative or in my loved ones, I'm sorry, I was having conversations with my loved ones in their dreams and they were able to remember and recall the conversations had. And I was in that world, in their brain, having those exact topic of conversation on purpose damn dude that was crazy that blew my mind dude that that showed me some other shit you know now granted i confirmed this after i went home you know and i was able to talk to them because there's no cell phone service in the jungle or internet or any of that shit there's not even running water really it's like the water comes out of the they have like i don't even want to (laughs) call i mean i guess it's running water because like you can turn the little faucet on and then some water will come out but it's not, like, traditional running water. It's, like, water that just comes straight from the river. And the water's brown when it comes out of the thing. And it's, like, we had to brush our teeth with that and shit. And I'm just, like, uh, And it's, like, oh, it's just dirt. Like, it's just dirt in the water. It's not actual, like, something bad, you know? I'm just, like, well, I fucking brushed my teeth with it and showered and all of that. So, and I'm still fucking here. <laughs> and I ended up healing more things than not in our fucking, uh. what do you call that? All of our, not calcified, our... Um, whatever that bullshit they put in our water, uh, what am I trying to think of, calcium, chlorine, you guys know what I'm talking about, the shit that's bad, fluoride, is that what I'm saying, yeah, I think, whatever, if you're in test, you know what I'm talking about, (laughs) fluoride, yeah, put fluoride in the water, there you go, and oh, okay, fluoride calcifies the third eye, that, boom, got it, caught up with myself, (laughs) <laughs> so, you know, it's like there's no fluoride and shit in their water and it's like, fuck, we got it here and I'm all jacked up and got all these skin conditions and weird shit. So, I'm out there and in the ikaros, the where I like left off was I ended up re I felt like my angels, my protectors, my spirit guides were going on to the next realm and I couldn't go because that would have equaled me being dead here on earth. So, what ends up happening is my my three angel, like my three main angels, who I always felt were with me, which is my little sister, my best friend Pablo, and my grandma and my grandma Taylor. You can see all tatted on my arms here, uh, if you're watching the video when it comes out. Um, that they all left me and they died again, and I'm like. But this time, they all died at the same time. So it was like, how do I explain? So it was like they were going to the next level. And because I'm not dead, I don't, I'm not in that level. I just happen to be in this world as a guest via the technology of Mama Ayahuasca and the plant medicines. You with me? Like that is like the medicine, the plant medicines contain. The directions, the instructions, and the actual information highway to travel down. <clears throat> so within this highway, I guess this gal these galaxies, the next you know, however you want to consider it the next universes, they move on, and it's like the who's in charge of this universe here and what we understand and have seen as heaven for people who've had near-death experiences or have died or, and came back or you know sh- crazy shit like that like people have very similar stories which is very interesting it, it's no coincidence that when somebody die almost dies in another part of the world in another language they have the same stories and feelings and visions and shit as somebody who speaks the same language as we do you know what I mean? Like that damn dude. That's crazy because it's like out of everything because if we're very heavily our environment yet we have two complete different environments and we're experiencing and seeing the same things then that's really what I think like points at what is actually true in life or not. Damn dude. And true in a with a asterisk which is strange because true in a way where There's not scientific proof, and you know this is factual. Like, if you've seen a ghost, or you've seen spirits, or you've felt those things, you understand that, like, no matter how much science or TV or whoever the fuck tells you, that's not real, ghosts aren't real, how can we prove it, blah, blah, blah. We can't just call upon them, and it's like, that's ignorance to the next world to the next dimension when people say shit like that it's like well it's because you don't know how to tap in let's go out to the jungle let's go do this 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 and this and then let's have this conversation again and then and then i dare you to tell me it's not real you know what i'm saying damn dude so what ends up happening is my little sister my best friend pablo and my grandma taylor all essentially died at the same time so keep in mind like when I was a little kid my grandma my grandma Taylor my little sister Winky Catalina um Winky's her nickname and and my great aunt they all passed away in the same time but I was closest with my sister and my aunt uh, I'm sorry my grandma I was closest with my sister and my grandma and so I, that would, that hit me big, you know, like, as a kid, the, the impact that I felt was from my sister, and my grandma, not so, a little bit from my aunt passing, but it was mainly from my sister and grandma, and then as I got older, I kind of realized, wow, like, just the whole trifecta of it really is a, is a lot of weight on me, you know, to carry around, so I had to heal that shit. Anyway, I'm reliving, and then, so as I grow up, I lose other friends and whatever, and then Pablo was, like, my closest, closest friend that, that died and so I felt like they were always my spirit guides they were my not 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 that they were my spirit guides but they were my angels they were my protectors and they lived in my shoulders and just had my back and so during ayahuasca I'm healing shit I'm going through the journey I'm asking questions I'm like untying all the knots of my self my past lives my family history all that shit I'm just like understanding understanding. wow 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 but it hit me that they all left and they and how it occurred how it has to occur to somebody with a brain that's still attached to earth in this world and dimension is that they died again. And that's the most simple way I could put it. Cause it was deeper than that. It's just shit that we don't have access to understanding yet. Um so they all died at the same time, and they were like so happy, and they were just like It was, like, really when somebody dies. It's not like they're like, oh, man, all right, bro, like, peace out, man. Like, I'll see you in another lifetime. Like, it was great to know you. It's not like that. I mean, maybe sometimes if you know somebody's dying, but usually they're not in, like, good enough state to communicate like that. So they are like, yeah, yeah, let's go, let's go, let's go. And just kind of without looking back, just. Damn, dude. I'm sitting there like what do i do what do i do oh my god like what do i do and it was weird because i felt like somebody just fucking chopped like like a fat fucking like steak like like you know like a steak you'd eat like out of my back like carved a big chunk of meat out of my back it was like they just removed the inside of me from my back all my internal hardwiring and everything I'd worked so hard to like understand and grasp and like hold on and stay here and keep pushing like it was all gone and I'm like what the fuck all the dreams I had of my sister visiting me telling me it's gonna be okay all the visiting all the visits I had in my dreams and my sleep and spirits and prayers and meditation and all these things were just gone all my things I had of safety and protection and it was just beyond feeling naked and exposed. It was like, I, I don't even know how to explain. It was just next level, like, I'm empty and done and hopeless. Like, I don't even, I'm not even conscious enough to feel hopeless. This is so far beyond that. This is like, I have no reason to live. And at the same time, I have such no reason to live that I have no reason to even die. I don't deserve it even being dead that is a luxury that i'm not granted yet or if ever and i just started feeling like oh my god and my world started turning dark and upside down so fucking fast like i have never experienced and it wasn't the ayahuasca it wasn't a bad trip it wasn't it wasn't anything like that this was such a deep personal understanding for myself and my life that I was just completely hollow for the next day and a half two days Jen was there she was telling me things and talking to me and 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 Maestro was there, and he's telling me, like, you know, it's cool, this and that. And, but he wasn't even really tripping. He would just kind of kick him back, like, and he would just smile at me and kind of shake his head, and, like, like he knew something. And I'm like, I knew that it wasn't anything that anybody did. I knew that this, what had just happened was I had just pulled up the roots on the weeds of my thoughts and feelings. Like, I fucking yanked the roots out of my pain I yanked the roots out of my suffering. I yanked the roots out of all assumptions and jealousy and questions. I had none. I fucking yanked it to the very tip of the root, dude. Just like my heart was gone. My fucking brain was gone. My fucking gut feeling was gone. That like this reassuring feeling I had in the back of my shoulders all the time that I would feel that I'm like, my angels got my back was gone. (laughs) <laughs> and the last vision i had was like it was a combination of all of my sister my best friend pablo and my grandma they were like they turned into like stars and they shot away into the galaxy and went shoop, like kind of into like warp speed and warped through like a warped into a different dimension but it was crazy because they came back and my spirit guide came back his name was Dover. He's like this cool British dude. All right, that's interesting. That's a whole nother thing. I think I've explained it a little. And then Mama Ayahuasca, she, they all came to me because I, how I interpreted it was, was my spirit guide. He's very orderly. And he, I drive him crazy because I'm just like, ah, let's go here. It's like, I'm like Mr. Magoo just blindly fucking walking off buildings, asking for hamburgers and shit, or, oh, that's not Mr. Magoob, Magoob. that was the other dude, but, uh, I'm like those guys, Mr. Wimbley, is that his name, I don't know, but, I'm like those dudes, where I'm just like, blah, da, da 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 and somehow, I'm just like, oh, I'm safe, like, oh, like, oh, I managed to eat today, like, oh, oh, <laughs> it's like, that's pretty much my life, and my spirit guide, he's just like, ah, oh, you dumbass, like, stop it, no, oh. <laughs> So he's running around and he calls them back. Mama Aya helps call them all back and they all come and they were like, bro, like, you got to remember he's, he's still a human. And they're like, oh, fuck. Like, and they were kind of like, bro, we're going on. And, uh, yeah, man, you know, I'm kind of like, they came, told me that and were like, to be like, you know, we stayed around way longer than we were contracted to and supposed to we had to pull a lot of strings to be able to stay with you for this extra amount of time because you really suffered and you really went through shit when you were a kid and as a teenager and as a young adult so we had we had to stay longer man like you wouldn't be it was like it was all it like kind of what it was what i took it wasn't directly said like this but it was like you wouldn't be here if we didn't stick around extra longer, and I totally get that, because I see how that resonates, and where that's pretty fucking true for myself in my life, where I was just, like, I had nothing, and I was so hopeless, and I'm just so done for, and something is just, like, you got this, bro, like, just wouldn't let me fucking put my head down all the way, you know, wouldn't let me take, like, that That leap into insanity all the way. Damn, dude. That was really crazy, man. I just, I couldn't even wrap my mind around how much it hurt. And how empty and hopeless and I had never felt pain like that. And I've gone through crazy shit. Keep in mind, at one time, I broke my skull, neck, and back in eight places. I got, I've dropped out of firefighter school just being just shy of being a real firefighter. My ex cheated and got pregnant by another dude after we were dating for hell of years. I, you know, I dropped out of school. I got fired from my job, and then my two best friends got murdered, and that was all at the same time. And it's like. Fuck, when you got a broken skull neck and back and you, your best friend's died, your girl fucking left you and you just got fired and your career is over and all you can do is sit like lay there. All you can do, sorry. And all you can do is lay there and think about it and be with that and feel that? Damn, dude. Fuck, man. So, fuck <laughs> on that note man i need to take a drink real quick we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back here much love guys
1: damn dude california cal
0: what up everybody welcome back i'm your host of course
1: california cal
0: and uh this is the damn dude podcast damn dude so thanks for holding tight over that a uh, couple second break there <laughs> Um, I realized I just took a break and I didn't go pee and I, re- I gotta take a piss, man, but like not that bad. I think second wind will come. And if not, you guys will, uh have another break here. <laughs> anyway. Okay. now I'm good. <laughs> um, so I was all talking about some serious ass shit too. Um, oh, I remembered my timer. Good. Okay. <laughs> so. Reliving the Deaths of My Angels. It was like, oh, that's crazy. That just hit me right now. Reliving the Deaths of My Angels. Damn, dude. Fuck, that's pretty hard, actually. Damn. I didn't even realize that. I just kind of casually jotted that down in like a... All of my notes, whenever I write them, like my brain goes absent, and I just start writing stuff. It's kind of crazy. So, sorry. So it's crazy, I drew this picture, I'll have to find my old notebook, and share some of the, uh, like, some of the drawings, and some of the notes I had written down, because it's fucking, it's wild, dude, I was, like, next level sad, I've never felt pain like this, never, dude, and even after the broken neck thing, and this, and that, never, man. So i'm just going through like like i said like a, it, a day and a half two days i'm pretty sure it was like two days yeah yeah, yeah it was two days actually because i remember it, it went into the next night time too so it was like two days two nights that i was feeling like this where jen when she would talk to me i was just like nothing absolutely nothing was bringing me out of this i was so mad and so sad i was just crying and crying and crying and crying and I don't even know what about exactly I was just like they left me they're gone like I couldn't stop repeating that is like they left me they left me they're gone like what am I gonna do like they're gone they left me and she's like who left you what and I'm explaining and she's like like it's gonna be okay you know and like reassuring me and tell me all these things that make sense and I'm like logically it makes sense but how empty and gone and where my emotions were at there's no i couldn't it was beyond my emotions my emotions backseated and it was was like like i don't even know man it was like my soul like it was like my soul stepped in and was overriding my brain and my heart and my stomach and my emotions and my soul was like bro like I got you, man, like, I'm part of you, you've showed me some love, we've been damaged as fuck together, and we got this, man, I'll I'll, I'll keep us going, and it's, like, even if your body can't, because I didn't move, I just fucking, like, sat there, I didn't eat, I didn't do nothing, I'm just sitting in the middle of the jungle, just, in the Malaga, just sitting there, dude, like, there, you know, there's, like, there'd be, like, a a table to eat, or, you know, benches and stuff, or, like, hammocks, and I would just... If I can sit or lay, I wouldn't be sleeping. I would just be zoned, just fucking zonked like, oh my God, like, fuck, you know, what am I going to, they left me, they're gone, like, they left me, could not fucking wrap my mind around it, and this is crazy, because I don't know if I've ever really told this out loud, like, I might have told this story a couple times to maybe my mom, my brother, maybe my dad or homie sebastian but saying this now and like really putting it out there i'm really putting my like hippie side out there in a way which is kind of cool because a lot of people don't know how deep i go with that stuff you know um and it's something that when people talk about it it's like uh like it's shit that's not like like, oh, this crystal is going to fucking change your life and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, nah, that's not what all that shit's about. Like, this sh- like when it comes to crystals and rocks and pendulums and all this shit, it's like there's ways to communicate and pray and meditate through them and with them that intensifies it. And there's certainly certain energies and certain frequencies that different materials and different minerals and and all of that put off and things that they do it's like why are you not why do you not why are you it's like think about it like this like if you put good dirt into seeds like how the fuck does that create life oh the dirt just fucking what it's just dead it doesn't do anything no like the dirt has life and gives life like the soil that gives life it is life so the same thing it's like if you are willing to believe that some fucking dirt that just sits there creates life, why are you not willing to believe that you can communicate through different other different natural materials such as different gems and stones and, and things like that, different plants, you know what I'm saying? It's like, that doesn't even make sense to not acknowledge that or to like be like, oh shit, you know? Yeah, that makes perfect sense. It's like, you think the dirt is the only thing that gives life? Come on, now you know what I mean. It's like shit's way bigger and deeper and all that. So, um, so that's why I'm like, you know, this is this is worth talking about because this shit's very real and verifiable, and like, there's more than enough proof out there if you if you look, you know, and evidence and and ways to experience this for yourself. I can show you tricks with energy that'll blow in your mind. Like, I can show you how to give and take power, physical power, from another human being. And it's I I'll, it's never not worked once. I've done it on the buffest people I know and everybody in between. um, And it's all in the way we hug, too. Crazy. I can show you some shit, dude. Like, for real, it's pretty crazy. Anyway, but my point is, is that... I felt like, like my angels were gone and they left me and I'm like, how the fuck do I, I didn't know where to go. I took my two days. That was the worst two days of my life. All I'm doing is drawing depressing drawings and things. And I'm alone. It was like, I drew this picture of me sitting on the entire earth alone, like with my sitting on the, just sitting on the planet with like my head down and like my knees up and kind of like my knee, my elbows on my knees and my hands on my head just like leaning over sitting there and and then there's a picture of like three stars blasting out of my back and then shooting into the next universe and then and then on the entire globe and or on the entire planet and then in the universe behind me sitting there it just says things like I'm alone how can they leave me how do I go on things like you know like I said I want to show you guys if I can find that <clears throat> anyway so that was my mode that was my zone and I'm just fucking fucked up dude and so the next ceremony we go in and I'm like getting familiar and then all of a sudden it's like I'm remembering because I learned the Icaros like they we wrote them down we got taught the whole thing so I'm practicing and I'm learning and I'm like oh shit and I realized that like me practicing them was taking me places and damn I just kind of put that together right now actually holy shit that practicing it takes you somewhere too. Fuck, I need to practice more. Um. So I remember the ceremony. This was like the fourth, the fourth, this was like the fourth ceremony. I did five. Go out there and it starts going and the ikoros are going and I just fucking, s- Jen sings the most beautiful fucking ikoro I've ever. Ever heard anybody sing in my life, dude? I was blown the fuck away, and it was just like this crazy. Like her spirit came out of no, like not not in order, but just came like blasting through the room and just belting this song. It was just incredible. The teacher, all of us, oh, everybody just tearing up. Like, oh my god, wow, like that was absolutely fucking powerful. And then, and then I start singing because I was feeling all uncomfortable because I don't know what the words mean exactly, like directly, and all this. It's just when I as soon as we go to that realm in the next into to the next realm and in that world, I know what they mean, but in English and sitting here and interpreting, I can't, I can't interpret like that. So I can just tell you, I can interpret where they go and how it, where it takes you and stuff like that through my experience with it. So at some point we're going and I'm just fucking singing, man. I'm just fucking going, dude. And it's like, the songs are so fucking sick, man. And like, I remember just starting off Like you start off with the prayer song And then the next song They sing the Pachamama song And Pachamama is like Mother Earth Mother Nature or son not Mother Earth, Like Mother Nature It's all, you know um, Mother Nature And Oh man The song Pachamama Mucha Nabi Yo yo mama Taeta It is Oh so beautiful man And you're just going in Like the instruments And ch and it, oh my god, the power is just and you're doing real warrior shit. All the sounds are natural sounds. It's like I have my maracas and you learn to play it in a certain way. You keep one of them spinning like one on one beat, and then the other one is the And it's like you can create fucking like energy swirls in life and vortexes and shit within while the music's going and and you have a clear mind and once i went through hell i got to start celebrating and once i got to start celebrating i'm like yo this is crazy it was the most powerful shit i've ever seen so what happened was oh maestro was going and he's fucking the most powerful shit i've ever seen and at some point what i saw was he was because he's dancing and he's singing and he, and he's singing the egos and he's just going and he's like putting one billion percent energy into this to energy into this where everybody's just healing and feeling good and it's just like oh my god it's like i've never felt a sense of camaraderie and togetherness and oneness than this like and i'm talking about like anything beyond like doing fucking you know like any sort of concerts festivals at parties to get like prayers meditation anything I've never felt anything is connected and oh my goodness and I remember at some point it was just so fucking wild I'm like because I was so clear-minded I was I could kind of flip in from ayahuasca dream world and then back into reality and back out on my own terms and you kind of can anyways actually but it's it's cool to stay in there because you you are it's healing in that realm, you know? So I'm just going, going, and I'm kinda like seeing things both back and forth. And um, and then what happens was I start seeing um, mm, I start seeing reality as I started seeing reality in its spirit form. Damn, dude. That's what it is. So like Maestro was dancing, and I saw all the energy that he was channeling from all the shit he's learned and all the experience he's learned and and all of a sudden the moment i got super connected to that i just seen boom he turned into a totem pole and he stomped his right foot and boom he turned into a totem pole and the, i swear to god i put this on everything 100 in real life physically he as he stomped and he turned into that totem pole He fucking smashed his foot through the floor and the wood planks are fucking like inch and a half thick wood, maybe two inches. He just fucking his foot goes literally through the floor and it kind of snaps everybody into this weird, like, whoa, what the fuck? Cause it was loud. And it's like, like I said, all the, the Maloka, all the buildings there, they're up on stilts cause the river comes up and down and shit. So like, they have to build it so to account for the river coming up, uh, adjusting, you know, going up and down. So, it's just, <laughs> foot goes through, like falls like halfway through the fucking floor. I'm like, oh! But it, I wasn't, nobody was freaking out. It was just kind of like, whoa. That was powerful. Oh, I was just like, damn, dude. Damn, dude. <laughs> Fuck, man. I've never seen anything like that. And then, it was funny cuz the next day I, the next day when we were talking about it cuz he just kept going on he's a professional. You know it's like when a if we, a professional musician is is performing on stage and <laughs> like they they hit the wrong chord they don't just stop and be like oh sorry blah 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 you know it's like no you just keep fucking going the show go, show must go on. And he's just going and getting, just you know acknowledges it but without stopping. And I was like whoa to hold space for people's with that energy and spiritually, but uh, it was so loud. It shook people, but he was able to kind of like, like magic fucking put it back together. Like some Fantasia type of shit. Like people put, uh, bring people back and allow them into their own energy space again. And, And, and like where they left off essentially. So, Oh man. So I'm going and I just remember, I'm like, I was just blown away by it. I'd never seen anything like that. And it's like on a totem pole, it's like it represents the whole hierarchy and like who's in the family and what family they're from and all of that stuff. And it's like they, you know, out there, they're Incan tribes people and they speak Incan and they speak Spanish too, but they also speak, I guess Incan, if that's the correct word. No, Quechuan, Quechua, um, which is Incan. And it's crazy because those are the the songs that I learned were Quechua songs. So they're you know they're old In- Incan songs, and they're passed on from fucking like a couple hundreds of years, if not more. And it was crazy because he's like he chose us. He's like you know that I was just told to teach you guys this stuff, and I couldn't. I still kind of can't understand why. I kind of can't. Kind of can't. But I, I don't even know how to explain it. But anyway. We're going through the ceremony still. And this was like, I'm like fucking open. I cleared all my questions, all my curiosities, all my ego, all of my like wants and desires and all of these things just, just gone. And I was like, whoa, I am the most me I've ever been or felt right now. Wow and to feel like the most version of you that's pretty fucking cool you know so i was pretty damn blown away and all of a sudden it's like i had my maracas and all of a sudden they were like i was able to like shoot and throw like green energy at people and how it looked for me was like um ah uh, it was like, like the green energy was it was like water drops it was like imagine if you can like throw water you know it just comes in like splat like handfuls of water people would be like splashes and i was just going and just throwing it at people all across the room whoever's in the room and it was crazy because at one point i recognized my own power and this ties back into the last episode how i was like dude a gorilla can only be a gorilla which was like dude if i move my hand and it thumps on the floor if i swat a fly and that's power i can only i have if i understand my own power i can only be me and once i've discovered who the fuck me was then i can step into the power of me and once that happened i was just like oh, oh dude i i fucking like i stood i don't know if i stood up or if i got on my knees or if i just like put like brought myself my posture up but i looked at the first person and it was weird because at this moment A lot of the other people were like going through hell at that particular moment right then because it's a journey, you know, it's like everyone's on a different one. But in that particular moment, for some reason, everybody was all like in this like slumped, like sad looking state. You can kind of see like if there's uh, that night, there was enough moonlight because there's no lights on or anything. So and it's pitch black in the middle of the jungle where there's no light pollution either. So it's like if the stars or the moon's bright enough, then you can kind of see people. Otherwise, it's pitch black. But I saw that, and I was like, whoa. And then I started, and then all of a sudden, light and dark disappeared, and it didn't matter. I can see, like, how a cat, like, my eyes just... I was able to see in the dark because I was seeing reality as it is. Damn, dude. So it's like, according to the grid of life and the pattern of life and the the dna of the existence of life and the space between us that we can't see essentially if you miniaturized yourself and you ran down and you created everything and you imagine there's a grid between everything and you can travel on this grid there's sort of like information highways so i was able to travel these grids to see other people and feel them and it's like this additional sense that that's the best way I can explain it. Um, so with that, I'm like seeing these people, and I'm just fucking bam! And I went in a circle, and I started from from right and started going left, and boom! I started just throwing it at the at one person next to me, and then all of a sudden they start tapping and and going with my beat, and then all of a sudden they stood up and started like dancing and like playing, you know, and 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 vibing to the beat, like playing with it. And then other people who knew the songs, they would start. So, boom, the next person, sh- 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 sh, bam. I see that person start just waking up and fucking go, bam, the next person, bam, the next person. And I'm like, oh, did I just, oh. And I'm just fucking tripping out because I'm like, whoa, I was like healing everybody. They were just like, bam. I was hitting people with the most crazy positive energy that I could throw at somebody and sh- boom, sh- boom. Oh, dude, my mind was going, I was like, oh my God god, like, this is amazing, and to me, I'm so self-conscious, if somebody asks me to sing or something in front of them, that's probably the most, like, cringy, embarrassing thing for me to do, or to, like, keep a rhythm or something, I can't, that's not me, <laughs> so it took a lot of balls, guts, whatever for me to, uh, <laughs> or, you know, the other reference we really if you listen to the older episodes, um, it took a lot of, you know, it took a lot to be able to, like, allow myself to express musically holy fuck because i'm not a music person and i'm doing that and i'm just like holy shit and then all of a sudden i became fucking like i'm just throwing this green energy at people boom, boom boom all of a sudden i become fucking maestro's right hand and i literally became like it felt like the transformers or like fucking uh what's the other shit like does Power Rangers do that? Where <laughs> are they all have their own thing and then they fucking build their own fucking big ass robot? Um it was like that, you know? It's like one person's one person's robot is the head, one person's robot is the arm, one person's robot is the leg, one person's the other leg, one person's the torso. Like I was <laughs> I was maestro's right hand and I became his right hand and we became this like essentially like how a totem pole is it's like stacks, you know? It's like you could there's different pieces and hell each piece means hell of different shit. And it was, like, my position as his right hand, he kind of, like, welcomed me into it and allowed me to. He's like, bro, like, if you recognize your power, I'll let you use it. But you have to recognize it for yourself. I can't say, hey, come be my right hand. You have to say, hey, hey, hell yeah, I'm doing the work of your right hand. And then all of a sudden, he just, boom, let me take over. And he fucking stopped at a certain point. And it was me fucking conducting the entire fucking ceremony. And I didn't know I was doing it. Until the moment I just heard only myself, and I was like, uh, and I kind of panicked for a second, and I was just like, fuck it. Boom, 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 boom. Just kept going, like, oh, just keep fucking going, you know? So as I became his right hand, we're just fucking throwing crazy healing energy at people and just boom, 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 hitting everybody and just putting on the most beautiful fucking ceremony I've, oh my God, I've ever experienced or seen. It was just fucking phenomenal. I can't even, words don't even express, like, I know I've said a lot of crazy-ass shit that's out there, and if, like, if you let it be what it's intended to mean, it makes a lot of sense, you know, and that can actually be really deep, I think. Um, Yeah, man. So, fuck. Fuck. So, as soon as that, so we start healing people and just becomes the most beautiful thing. I remember we all passed out in the moloka that night. Nobody went back to their room or nothing. Everyone was just like, I just remember smiling. Everyone was so tired. Everyone was so smiling and so happy. And like, I just never felt anything like that, man. And then that leads us to the next ceremony, which would be the fifth ceremony. And not only is that the fifth ceremony but that was the last ceremony of that first peru trip on the journey to inner peace and I'm a <laughs> damn dude I'm going to I'm going to tell you guys that uh in this next episode which is going to be part 7 of the journey to inner peace is that we went to a fucking discotheca in the middle of the fucking jungle and got absolutely fucking faded with Abraham Lincoln and a bunch and some pervs and peeing off a fucking balance beam on it off a two-story building and uh yeah yeah <laughs> chugging 40s of of this beer called Chris Style in the middle of the jungle and our last uh ceremony there so on that note make sure you guys tune in every monday and thursday at noon uh, find us on any platform where audio podcasts are available leave us a five-star written review uh on apple podcasts uh also as well as listen notes and f- give us a follow on Instagram as well as Facebook at Damn Dude Podcast. Damn, dude. I appreciate you guys. Much love. And I'll catch you guys on episode 37, part 7 of the Damn Dude Podcast, Journey to Inner. Peace. On that note, much love. Love you guys. Uh, Have a beautiful day. Appreciate yourself. Appreciate your life and everything that you got. And then we're going to get into a special guest interview uh, one or two after that. So anyway, much love. Have a beautiful day. Rooster Tail, take us out. That's at Rooster Tail, T-A-L-E, official. Much love. Peace. Thank you